Welcome to today's podcast of Center of Leafs Nation. This is Pat LaRusso. I'm going to be joined by my two co-hosts, Anthony Sino and Lucas Urgenti, uh, as we look at the hot start for Austin Matthews, uh, as well as his Player of the Week honors. Um, as We'll also dive deep into the Maple Leafs injury bug and so much more. Welcome to this podcast of Center of Leafs Nation. This is Pat Russo. I have my co-host, Anthony Sino. Uh, Lucas wasn't able to make it this evening. So, Anthony, it's you and I riding solo. Jeez, I don't think we've ever done any, any types of podcasts uh, like that where it's just been you and I. I don't remember. I don't think so. Maybe we did one in the off-season or something like that. But uh, definitely for in-season, I, I, I always remember being a trio, whether it be Lucas or now uh Blair who's off to a hot start here so um either way I I think we're uh we just left the two uh the two guys as part of center of Leafs nation with the best hockey takes uh for tonight so yeah no most definitely (laughs) (laughs) I hope they listen to that now and we'll we'll, uh I want to see their face I need them to record their face when they first uh hear that part (laughs) No, no, most definitely, most definitely. But uh, speaking of hot starts, hot takes, however you want to describe it, but Austin Matthews has been on a franchise record-breaking tear. Um, he's even, you know, rewriting the NHL record book. Um, it's, it's, it's now become a question. I don't know if you're starting to feel this way, Anthony, is it's not if he's going to score, but now the question is how many. Um, you know, it's just, he's, he's just found an, an extra gear. I don't know if it's, and I know you and I have discussed this is, you know, he's, he seems to be much more engaged physically in the game. I don't know how much that plays into, you know, his, his preparedness. Uh, we've seen, you know, Marner have a, 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 just as good of a start as Matthews. Um, but I just want to kind of get your thoughts on, you know, what we're seeing from Austin Matthews. Um, 18 goals in 18 games. Is that good? I, um, I guess. I, I guess. Think so, right? Yeah, like yeah. It's, it, he's scoring at will, man. Honestly, I, 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 I'll give you just to put put some things in perspective for the reader. Um, I was with uh, watching the game with my dad Saturday night, and uh, and it was a uh, if you remember the first goal was on the power play, so. And they and they didn't look that good to start the power play, right? And and my dad, he's a he's a pessimist, and he likes to as soon as the power as soon as the power play doesn't get off to a hot start, I I, I know exact. I look directly at him, and I know the eyes, the wandering eyes, the 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 dark, the lasers come out of his eyes, and he's like, what the hell? And there's a few explicitives. Uh, that are yelled out in the room, and he's like, "How do they not gain the zone? How are they not doing this? Like this is bullshit." Like, basically, what my dad's saying is that their 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 ability to get in the zone on the power play is like indicative of how they're gonna play that night. So, and I'm like, okay, like this is obvious. I not that I didn't agree with them. Like they were just there was nothing happening on this power play. Um, I believe Montreal was kind of it was it was going a little bit back and forth in the second, if I'm not mistaken. And then, and then I'm like, okay, someone's got to break this game open. Freddie's mate was making some really key saves. And then all of a sudden it's like Riley, Marner. And then, you know, when things happen in slow motion, 
when you're watching the game, it feels like the game's happening in slow-mo. And they, Montreal just, I was so amazed that they left this gaping passing lane for Marner to just feed it to Matthews. And as soon as I saw the lane, I was like, that's in the back of the net. He has given, he has made me just be like, before he even gets the puck, like that's a goal. And I know 34 is scoring because yeah. it wasn't a map. And, and because now it's not just a question of, like you said, is, or can they f- get him the puck? Because when he's shooting the puck, it's going in the net. It's just now a matter of how many times can they get the guy, the puck, uh, whether it's on the power play and, or on his off wing, on his, on his strong side, in the slot, at the blue line, behind the net, anywhere. This guy's just finding the net. And let's be, and, and, and let's just give uh, some context here. I think I'm looking at a shooting percentage right now. He's shooting, he's shooting at 24% right now. So that's extremely high uh, compared to his career average. He is going to slow down, right? To, to let, not, to, not to put a damper on things in Leafland right now, but he's not going to be scoring on 24% of his shots. Um, but if anyone is going to be able to sustain maybe a 20% shooting uh shooting percentage this the rest of the year especially in this canadian division it's going to be him because there's no question about it he is the most talented leaf of our of my lifetime and you're talking to someone who would die for matt sundin and matt sundin has never come close to what matthews is doing frankly what what marner is doing right now right and pat I, i believe you were you definitely have fond memories of the doug gilmore era in toronto and yes. I actually, uh, I'll, I'll bring this up to you because I read it, uh, or maybe I heard it this morning on, on a on one of the radio stations. They're like, uh, or it might have been Steve Dangle actually, where Doug Gilmore's best season in Toronto, like Marner's on pace to like just beat that, like this season. So it, it's really astounding what the, what both of them are doing. But I think just the we we tie ourselves to the goals, and uh, and that's what Matthews is providing. Oh, most definitely. I think he. You know, as much as I like, like I love Sundin, and I, and I really love Doug Doug Gilmore. I and I'm going to throw this hot take out because I, I I started a little bit of a debate on my social media, um, and I asked, you know, just you know, just from family and friends, just to kind of gauge, um, you know, their thoughts. Is I don't think we've the Leafs in decades have drafted, developed, and now have been able to maintain what could potentially be two NHL legends like and that's not to discredit anything from John Tavares or 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 anything you know or any of the other current news but Mitch Marner and Austin Matthews are essentially rewriting the Maple Leafs franchise history book um they're having their way in this north division um and they're just setting records individually together um you know they're 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 the engine of this Maple Leafs hot start um, I believe that if the Leafs win tonight, this will be their hottest start since I believe 1934. I thought was the year. I could be wrong. Um, you yeah, know, like, I wrote about that in my blog. I think it's it, it is currently their best start in uh, since 1934 35 season. Right, like it's just it's crazy. It's crazy to think that there was a time where we where we looked at the Canadian division and thought it was going to be competitive. I think, you know, in our opening podcast, we, you know, the three of us, Lucas, yourself, and I debated how close it was going to be. Um, but each of us had the Leafs as number one. Um, 
and it's it's bearing itself out and it's you know the Leafs are starting to put that gulf between them and second place um you know now I guess as of la- after last night's game you know Edmonton now has is, is spotted into that that second place in the division um but the Leafs also have a game in hand so if, with a win tonight that stretches to eight points it's just the Leafs are just having their way with this division and Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner are big reasons for that and it just bodes well because I know you know really for all of us that have been watching this team the regular season really does mean nothing it's what is going to happen in the playoffs but what we're seeing from these two is they're prepared and I I don't think we're going to see what we saw last you know in the series against Columbus I think you know they're just going to have their way with at least in the first two rounds. And, and Pat, I'll jump on jump in on this now is that I think when uh, let's not get confused quickly about what the, the regular season means nothing, because I think actually that that was a that was the problem for this team, maybe for the last few years, is that they took the regular season too lightly. Um, and I'm not saying you think that, but I think when people say the regular season means nothing like you just said, I think what they mean is like all this means nothing if they don't go on a run. Which yeah, is it has to. Than, which, yeah, which is different than saying that the regular season means nothing. And, and I'll explain it this way. Uh, this is my, my train of thought is really, are they setting in those Stanley Cup habits in the regular season? And are they playing hard each and every night and keeping and bringing each other into the fight every night and, and making the fans with their effort that yes it's just two points in the middle of a regular season but for for god's sake it's two points you know what i mean like we want yeah. those two points and we're and we're not going to let the other team take two points away from us especially in a division where um every point stays within the division so i think what the re- what we're seeing here is the recognition of the moment for this team and 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 by that i mean a loss here, a loss there. Maybe you go, you you could go on a three game losing streak in, in a regular season of eighty two years. Like, all right, three game losing streak. That's a bad week in a regular season, right? In a regular eighty two. Uh, let's regroup, take a day off, maybe get a do a team meeting, and then we get back at it next week. Whereas now everything's in hyperdrive, and every win and loss is so important, and we're seeing that with our uh, with our rivals in Quebec. Uh, Montreal right now where they're spiraling for a little bit here is that it it can get away from you really quick if you're not taking every game as serious as the Leafs are right now so um, with all that being said I I think that ultimately it's going to be a shame if this team doesn't go on a run and it'll just it'll frankly be a more it'll be a bigger disappointment than any of the last three playoff losses in my opinion if they don't at least make it to pass the first round, I think it would be a huge disappointment if they don't win the both the first two rounds. Like if they're not the team coming out of the Canadian division, I think we can all agree that it, it's a huge disappointment. It's a huge choke job. But I think where the where the steps that are being made is that in the previous years they weren't. It wasn't necessarily a choke, in my opinion, to lose to Boston in seven. Like clearly, Boston is a good team. You know what I mean? And we're seeing that. Uh, how strong the Atlantic Division is when you just look at the NHL standings, right? No, by, no, most definitely. I mean, previous Atlantic Division, sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, and it's mo- most definitely, I think, you know, you're starting to see just how competitive the Atlantic Division was. And, 
Um, you know, Tampa's, you know, Tampa's got a few games in hand. I know, I believe the last time I checked, they were fourth in their division. Um, but I think they played less games. Boston's leading their division. They just trumped, you know, the, the, the Flyers yesterday. Um, yeah, no, this is definitely, this is definitely going to be the unit the Leafs need to go on their run. Um, and the Leafs will really rely on, on their two stars to do so. Um, but speaking on a run, um, there seems to be a run now to the nurse's office when it comes to the Toronto Maple Leafs. I believe what it was announced, what, five players down for injury, if we include Frederick Anderson, um, that just got announced as we were recording our podcast. Um, so, we know, we the Leafs have lost Thornton, Muzzin, Hyman, um, Anderson. Did I leave anyone out? Like, it's just today was today. I think that's crazy. I think that's it. Well, we well we already had Simmons out. In terms of regulars, that probably I'm looking right now. So, players that were not on the team, not on the starting roster. That, uh, or, yeah. So players that were in the starting lineup on opening night that are not playing right now. You got Thornton, Simmons, Hyman. So that's three forwards. And I believe Muzzin, and that's it. So maybe four guys. Give or and then take. Freddie possibly being just a maintenance night, given the fact that um, the, the Flames aren't playing Markstrom. Yeah. So maybe they're giving Freddie yeah, an additional day of rest. There's a little bit of game theory there, I would say. Um, but, um, yeah, because it was weird the way that they, they released the, the starters. It was Markstrom out, and then five minutes later, they're like, all right, with no indication that Freddie was hurt other than maybe last week when Sheldon Keefe said he was dealing with something, but that makes no sense where unless Freddie aggravated something in Montreal, it seemed like that every time they play Montreal, didn't Simmons get hurt against Montreal too? It's like Montreal's it, a voodoo doll, even though we're picking up two points against them. Was it Montreal? I thought it was the game against Edmonton where Simmons took the puck to the hand or am I wrong? It, it, it might've been, I don't know. Um, I forget to be honest because it was, yeah, it's just it's been with all these injuries. Now. Yeah, and with all these injuries piling up, I, I can't even. I, I seem to have lost count. But you know, and I said this in a tweet when you know I saw some people grumbling, going, "Oh my God!" Like almost treating it as if the season's about to end. But the Leafs do have the depth. Like I know we're not a big fan of VC, um, but in small doses, you know, maybe he can help the team just get through this little stretch. Um, you know, Barabanov is still acclimatizing himself. You know, maybe he can get the Leafs some additional minutes here and there. He's, they're not he's playing, playing on the, big... he's playing on the second line tonight. Wow. So they're... here's an opportunity for, you know what, next yeah. man up, you know what I mean? Like they're actually going with the super line tonight. So it's uh, I'm looking at it right now. It's Tavares, Matthews, Marner. So I'm assuming that's just to get John going. And then you got Kerfoot, Nylander, uh, Kerfoot on the, at center, Nylander on the right, Barabanov on the left. Then you got VC, Engvall, Makaya, which I believe was a good line on Saturday night. That was a good third line. And then you got Patan Boyd Spezza, which is actually a good. Fourth that was a line solid well. fourth line, and that was really effective. That was a really effective fourth line. We saw and them Dermot produce. Moves up with Hall, and yeah. Dermot moves up with Hall in the top four. So yeah, then Lettinen squeezes in with uh, Bogosian, right? I believe yep. was yeah. So, you know, it's it's just it's it, this team was driven by its first two lines. Um, you know, it, it's gonna be it's gonna be needed this evening, um, but. Yeah, I, I think just in a compacted season, we were always going to anticipate some form of injury. Um, I think some of it has been bad luck. Um, Jake Muzzin, I believe, is day-to-day because his injury is to his face. 
Um, so maybe, you know, they'll let the swelling come down and he'll be in a cage, hopefully more sooner than later. Um, but some of these others, this could be a blessing in disguise. Like if Joe Thornton misses a couple weeks here and there with the Leafs so far ahead in the standings, you know, maybe, you know, that could come to benefit the Leafs come playoff time. You know, with Simmons coming back just before the playoffs, you know, he'll have his legs nice and fresh. Um, but just it's just, it's just going to be next man up, just continue to move forward. And and this is this is where the Leafs are going to really have to dig di- dig deep and play, you know, more aggressive defense and, and, and then try and really stay away from that pawn hockey that that caused that has caused them some issues in the past. Yeah, what I think they got to do is, uh, um, I know it's not really been a successful strategy for Edmonton, but um, I think that you you actually see uh, with with all these injuries uh, to the to the forwards especially, I, I can see the Leafs maybe taking the the Edmonton approach where you just ride your big horses. Um, and you let them play freely and you, and you try and get them as much ozone time as possible and let them kind of take over the game offensively. But the other three lines or the other two lines in this case, where you kind of have maybe like they're listed as the third and fourth line, but you can very much see them getting even uh, amount of time at, at five on five, especially. And you just say, all right, like let's play some mistake free hockey and you just try and squeeze out two points until you get some bodies back. I can see Keith doing that. Um, but uh, all in all, like you said, right, it's next man up. Uh, we're, I, I, for one, I'm not going to make excuses of it. I, the Leafs are, I'm, uh, I'm looking at the, uh, the odds and the Leafs are still favored, even with Michael Hutchinson starting in that, right? So th- there, there's no excuse to lose this game. Uh, but I would say that uh, I think what they need more than anything, especially down the stretch here, is we got to get healthy. Um, it, it's it's really weird. I don't remember the Leafs getting this banged up by injuries uh, f- for a very long time. So it, it is a little concerning that everyone's getting hurt, and and it seems like no one's escaping the injury bug really. Um, and, and I know some of it's luck and stuff like that, and it's not really any muscle injuries per se, which is where you would if it's a muscle injury, you start looking at the at the sports science department and they're like, okay, what are you doing wrong? Like, why aren't these, why are these guys uh, bodies not prepared, but like an injury, like Muzzin, it's just a complete fluke and Simmons as well. So I'm not even really Hyman, sure. Like, like Hyman yeah. blocked two shots, takes the puck off the, you know, it's just, oh, it's, two, yeah, you're right. Back to back games. He took it on, off the same foot. Yeah. Like it's just Terrible. like, he had just came back and then down again. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's yeah, it's just the next man needs to come up. The team just needs to just continue to ride out Matthews and Marner. Um, hopefully, you know, Keith can get Tavares and Nylander going. Um, and then, you know what, Kerfoot hasn't looked so bad lately. Like, you know, he's, he's he skates well, he's been engaged, and, you know, maybe, you know, maybe that's what Nylander needs is that additional challenge to get him going again. Um, you know, not necessarily playing with Tavares, which makes him, you know, a lot more pressure on him. So, but I think after the benching in the last game, I think, you know, I look to Tavares and Nylander to have a better game um, because the Leafs are going to need it. You know, you're always going to have those moments in the season where injuries, you know, do come into play. It's how you overcome it. And, you know, Calgary hasn't been playing well as of late. So, you know, it should be an easy two points, but there's so much parity in the league that, you know, it, it's really going to take a, a full team effort tonight uh, to get the two points and, and, and really – continue to 
put you know put some gap between them and the rest of the division. You have to take your chances, right? Like this is a this is a, you could really put a stranglehold on it. They got the highest points percentage in the league, but like you said earlier, you take another one on Calgary, you could almost almost bury Calgary um, with the way that they're spiraling, right? Something that I actually do want to mention um, now, Pat. Like I know, I know we're uh, we're closing in on time here, but I and I think it's something that uh, fans should keep in mind. But by the time they released it, uh, uh, it, it might not matter. But I think uh, the the Leafs really need to keep an eye on Matthew Kachuk tonight. Um, I don't like to be one to like accuse people of of intent intending to injure people, but let's be quite honest, right? Like Matthew Kachuk is a is a player that plays on the line. Uh, of of integrity, frankly, um, I think he is much dirtier than his younger brother Brady, um, and 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 I think tonight with no Muzzin, with no uh, Simmons, I, I am I am quite concerned that Kachuk might get a little reckless on one of the big guys for Toronto tonight, and and I just really hope that the that the Leafs are mindful of that, um, and they're keeping and they're keeping that in check. Because if you start getting a little loose there, you never know, right? We saw in the bubble, I know he said it wasn't intent, but like it always seems like he comes up in the same conversation every time when Shifley got clipped there by, by Kachuk, he's out for the rest of the series, right? And like, like, I just really hope that none of the big guys get hurt because as soon as one of those go down, then I think it's like, all right, now you start getting that little bead of sweat on the side of your head, right? No, no, most definitely. I think that's where Zach Bogosian is going to need to step in. Um, he Absolutely. is at this point the only sandpaper that the Leafs have, um, just due to all the mounting injuries. Because um, I don't think Matthew would, you know, stick his head out and cause any type of injury if both Bogosian and Simmons were in the Leafs lineup. Um, but you know, I, I think it's also going to be imperative that the refs call the game. Um, you know, they don't let it get out of hand in the because usually stuff like this starts in the first period and it kind of snowballs if the referees lose control so i'm hoping that the refs you know if they start seeing things going a little bit uh, sideways that they do step in i don't care you know maybe you penalize both teams and you, you speak to the benches but you know it, but I, I but the other the flip side to that is i think calgary has a lot to lose too that if he acts i think out, that's what makes it dangerous i i think that's that's what makes him dangerous right because but, if but, I don't, I, but, I don't think he, I don't think he cares as much if they're, if they're going to lose the game, right? Like if it's five, one, let's say, right. But I, I, but I still think that a suspension to him, if it's a flagrant, like a, sorry, a flagrant injury could hurt them in the long run. So I'm thinking if I'm Calgary is I'm also speaking to him and reining him in um, because their roster without him isn't the same either. And they're, they haven't been playing well. And it's kind of funny. I, I saw, I heard a couple, sorry, I didn't see it, but I heard a couple people talking about it, how that Muzzin flick of the puck to Kachuk seems to have broken Calgary because they haven't been the, the same team since. I was about to say that, 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 that admittedly by, actually, I don't know if you've listened to this podcast or our listeners, but the Johnny Goudreau went on the Spit and Chicklets podcast and, and like openly talked about that and said like and, and kind of defended the rest of the room saying like look we didn't see Muzzin flip the puck at Kachuk so I really do think something was said after that game and, and I believe Elliot Friedman is who you're referencing right he said that today 
Uh, no, I thought I heard it just just casually, just amongst friends, or even just online in in a mm. tweet in a tweet exchange. But yeah, just Calgary just hasn't been the same since that game, and the Leafs kind of went on a tear after that one. Like it just it 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 almost became a tale of two cities. Um, watching Calgary sputter and the Leafs just continuing to find, you know, that additional gear. Even if we exclude the game against Ottawa, that you know where they gave up the five one lead, but like the overall season as a whole, the Leafs have just been this juggernaut. Like they lead in what goal differential they lead what they have the NHL's top power play. They have the bet, the league's best winning percentage, like fourth and expected goals. Yeah. Like it's, it's just been a hell of a start and, you know, we're minutes away now from puck drop on the first game, like, you know, tonight and, and we'll have, you know, the next game on Wednesday, but, it's just it's just been so much fun to watch these Leafs. Like I just I I I rarely go into a game thinking that they're gonna lose, um, and and I think a, a lot of it is if we go right back to you know where this whole podcast started was, you know with when you have a player like like Marner and you have a player like Matthews clicking as much as they have, um, you know it 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 just gives you that that extra feeling of co- a confidence going in to no matter what game because really those two just don't, can't seem to be stopped. Um, so this has been, you know, another great podcast, Anthony, um, you know, I, I guess, you know what, it, it has been good luck and I know you mentioned it, you know, bef- before air. So let's just make our pregame, uh, predictions for yeah. tonight's game. Um, I have it as uh, three, two Leafs, um, mm-hmm. and I have Matthews with a goal and an assist. How about yourself? All right. So I think because of the goalie situation now. I think Hutch is, Hutchinson's going to let at least three in. But I think the Leafs can get to five. I really do. I, 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 because I'll, 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 uh, I'll gamble with my heart here. And uh, I, me and my friends, we call it a heart bet. And, and mm-hmm. I'll say Taveras gets one and one tonight playing with Matthews and Marner. I think, I think that's just a – John, you've been such a soldier for us all these years. You're playing really good defensively. And – and like it or not, the, the media is going to come after John for, for his point totals. And, and you know what? You got to produce at the end of the day when you make the kind of money John does. But I think tonight the Leafs are going to set him up well for success to, yeah, to get a couple on the sheet. And, and obviously, I think it goes without saying Matthews is, Matthews is going to bury one. He'll get there. And uh, I, I, I think I'm, I think I'm going to go 5-3. Maybe the empty netter goes in and becomes 6-3. But uh, I think the Leafs are going to take control of this early. Um, and, uh, yeah, I just, I, I really hope that they get another one in tonight because, and I just really want Leaf fans to appreciate just to sign off with this is that I just want Leaf fans to appreciate the type of players that we're watching now. Right. Like, like you said, like these guys could very well be hockey hall of famers, not just Leafs legends. Um, and, and I think we just need to appreciate every, every game that they play, uh, wearing that Leaf jersey. No, most definitely. I think, you know, even just as overall, um, you know, what we're seeing from this Leaf franchise, if someone told us five years ago that this is this will be what we were watching, um, I know 100% of Leafs Nation would have signed up for it. Um, so I always find the grumbling kind of funny uh, to me anyways, um, because we would have taken this five years ago. Um, and it really makes you wonder if, you know, Mike Babcock hadn't been so stubborn and had actually played Matthews and Marner um, together right off the hop, you know, where this Leafs team could have been already um, because under Keith, they've just been, you know, one of the hottest teams in the NHL. I think they had, what, a six point or a 0.65 winning percentage. 
with Keith since he's come on board. So if not higher now with this season start. So, you know, we have a lot to look forward to, a lot to be grateful for and go Leafs go. Yep, exactly. Let's do it. Uh, I'm really hoping for a big win tonight. So uh, thanks for having me on again, Pat, as always, uh, you're doing a great job. So just uh, wishing everyone uh, a good week and, uh, and stay healthy and uh, we'll talk soon again. Thanks again. Thanks everyone for listening to our latest podcast. It can be reached, or sorry, it can you can listen to it on Spotify, Amazon Music, and every other uh, platform that you listen to your favorite podcast. Thanks again, everyone. Take care.